Welcome to The Build Show, the only show that has the most legendary of jokes. Oh boy. Here's please, a great one. Yes, please do. What does uh, Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? What, Anthony? Hmm. They have the same middle names. <laughs> That's I'm Anthony. so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm Zach. I am neither. I'm Father <laughs> Paul Sullivan. It's great to join these young whippersnappers on this <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah. The great the great rector of our seminary. Indeed. Yeah. He's been a mysterious figure on this podcast. Mm. Oh. oh. The oh. name has been dropped, I think. Maybe once or twice. Yeah. I honestly thought you were going to tell the cow joke. I was going to, but I, Father Paul just told me this excellent Anthony, joke. Anthony, it, it is the Easter season. It you is tell the cow joke. <laughs> the, the, the cow joke. Everyone should know the cow joke. So the seminarians and everyone who knows me, except for my family and Father Paul, has been making fun of me for this joke, and here it is. So there were three cows in a field. The first cow, her name was Sunbeam, and she asked her mom, she was like, Mom, why did you name me Sunbeam? And her mom was like, well, because when you were born, a sunbeam fell on your head. And the second cow, who was named Butterfly, she asked her mom, she's like, Mom, why did you name me Butterfly? And the mom was like, well, because when you were born, a butterfly fell on your head. And the third cow, who was named Cinderblock, goes, <laughs> Oh, Anthony, it's so fun. So fun. <laughs> you know what the third cow should have sounded like? What? You know what the third cow should have sounded like? So welcome, welcome everyone, and our guest here, Father Paul, uh, will lead us in prayer. Sure, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we praise you and thank you in this Easter season for the death and rising of your son Jesus. He is our salvation, our hope, and our joy. Help us to have joy uh, in, in following your will and even coming to know your will and discerning it. Um, and we ask this with the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, all the angels, all the saints. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So welcome, Father Paul, to the show. It's great having you here. It's great to be here. <laughs> yes. I've always wondered, what do you guys, what do you talk about on this show? So What don't we just talk like, about on uh, this show? What don't we talk about? Is this like the car repair show? That yeah. We do give some, yeah, yeah. some uh, you know, Occasionally. tips on how to fix your car. Many, like, uh, unwise tips and things like that. But the the big basis of this show is that the acronym, uh, as it build, Brothers United in Living Discernment, is the premise is really uh, Zach and I's, you know, young Catholic life and how, how we live it and how, um, you know, how we're still walking with the Lord. And ultimately, I think it is a, like a, a walking with all of our, you listeners at home, because like we're in the, probably the same spot as you guys, we're, we're um, you know, have the same struggles, we're have the same Catholic joy life. and everything like that. So being able to just share that life with all of you guys and, and have, uh, you know, hopefully provide an inspiration and hopefully provide a, a safe place to be able to just rest in the joy of the Lord. Is kind of the the overarching premise. That was the most of our eloquent like description I've ever heard of the podcast. <laughs> I've been thinking about it a lot. Uh, well, it's it's it great because you, we're all we're all the big deal is we want that joy. It's going to be in the Lord's will, and so the, to even be sharing about discernment mm -hmm. is a wonderful thing. Sometimes we don't even know like we we are just sharing like a big story from the life and and God's grace has kind of come out as as we're explaining. And almost actually about a year ago today. 
um, not not exactly, but about a year ago, we had a podcast titled Anthony Needs Prayers, and that was when I had mentioned my discernment to Zach about discerning into priesthood and, and all that grace. So we've actually been able to, it was actually before I contacted you, Father Paul. That was th- two days That's before true. I contacted we, we you. We like cataloged your entire discernment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Form. yeah. So we've been able to kind of follow my discernment through seminary, which has been great, but Zach was already in seminary at that point. Um, but Zach... Are we calling this one Zach Needs Prayers? I think we are. Oh, boy. There, there could be a, a large reason why. Zach, what's, yes. been, what's been going on, man? There, there has been there has been great discernment happening. This is true. This is partly the reason why we haven't recorded anything lately. And I mean, school is a thing, but definitely it's been a while. So um, long story short, uh, I can say with confidence that I know the vocation the Lord is calling me to. Um, after it's been about a year of, of discerning um, this particular this particular movement from the Lord, um, and the Lord is calling me out of seminary and uh, into discernment towards the vocation of marriage. Um, it's terrifying and exciting. It's 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 crazy. Um, I'll give you guys kind of the brief the brief rundown maybe, and then and then look at it from a bigger perspective. Um, but basically, over the summer assignments last year in Flagstaff, it was cool to just see so many beautiful examples of Catholic marriages. Um, and really be drawn to that, and not really know what the Lord was doing in 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 those graces, and not 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 really sure why He was uh, kind of moving my heart in the direction of marriage at that point. And then over the last semester, growing so much in my identity as a beloved son of God, uh, and learning to receive from the Lord, learning to heal from wounds that were in my heart that I didn't even know I had. And then kind of over the silent retreats, uh, receiving the grace of the Lord to um, to receive, actually. So learning to receive and receiving a new heart from the Lord and kind of within that, continuing to discern uh, this movement of my heart towards marriage. And uh, the Lord kind of confirmed on that silent retreat that this was uh, something from him. This was coming from him. This wasn't just me. Um, and so then brought that up to, to spiritual direction, to formation. And um, there continued to be clarity in, in what the Lord was doing. There continued to be um, kind of a conspiracy of grace, as one Steve Green would call it, um, and there was just peace and joy that continued to come up in my heart as I was discerning this uh, call to marriage while still at seminary. Um, and so now, throughout this whole semester, we've just been continuing to test the spirit, making sure it all all checks out, so to speak. And um, and thanks be to God, like it is, it's clear um, to me, and it's I'm so confident in the will of the Lord at this point, and. There's a great freedom in that, in knowing my vocation. Uh, something I mentioned earlier was, uh, and maybe you can relate to this too, mm-hmm. was there was always a sense of uh, almost an anxiety of having to choose between two goods, having to choose between marriage and the priesthood, going through uh, middle school and high school and just kind of being immersed in that Catholic environment. There was always kind of that anxiety of choosing between two goods. Um, but now that anxiety has disappeared um, for the first time. And so it's it's like another little confirmation that this is the Lord moving me um, in the direction of marriage. And again, there's a freedom and a confidence in knowing um, that what the Lord is calling me to. There's a peace there. Yeah. And I, I'm curious as well for you, because you had mentioned kind of in, a, in our grace sharing today, um, like the choosing between the two goods, but also you had kind of experienced that like priesthood was like the quote unquote objectively best option, kind of like how was, you know, discerning through that and kind of being able to work through that and sure I think definitely coming in like this is something that I learned last semester as I was kind of um, going through um, formation and counseling and things like that learning about myself I learned that I am a very task-oriented person and I am very goal-oriented so I'm going to want to do the best Um, and that was kind of my thought process coming in was I want to do the best I can for God like I want to do everything in my power to serve the Lord and logically that means priesthood 
Um, and so I was like, yep, yeah, I can I can lay down my life uh, for the Lord and priesthood. That makes so much sense. I can do everything I possibly can to serve the Lord. Uh, but in that, I wasn't stopping to receive from the Lord. I was just giving. I was giving, 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 but I wasn't stopping to receive at any point. I didn't know how to do that. Um, and so it wasn't until I learned to, to start receiving um, that I was actually able to hear this call, I think. Um, the grace I mentioned tonight was this grace of receptivity. Um, learning to not learning to receive before I can can give learning to lo- be loved before I can love um, and I think that was that was a huge part of that discernment process yeah, that is awesome and and father Paul you had because I know that you know you've been Zach's rector here at the seminary for you know two years so I, I don't know when when it was brought to I think you said after the silent retreat was yes. kind of brought to spiritual direction wait am I hearing this right Zach are you leaving seminary <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. I should have told you before we started recording. Yeah, that's that's my bad. Oh yeah, sorry, Father Paul. You have you have to account for one oh. less seminarian. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry if that throws off your numbers a little bit there. <laughs> I know it came as a big surprise. No, it's a it's a it's actually yes. You're right. I've been watching this for at least uh, six months. But beforehand, you know, we, we have we can kind of get a sense that a guy is doing some good discernment. And you always just give it time. So I'll just share a, a few things I've heard. Um, and I'm, I think it's good for the audience to hear, um, on behalf of Bishop Olmsted, my, my work to discern with you guys and to kind of watch, not to control it, but just to kind of observe and, and be attentive and, and su- support, uh, but discern with. So I hear that it took time, right? That's very important. It's always a good sign of good discernment. Nothing happens overnight. The Lord is in no rush. I hear that it came with self-knowledge. So here you're saying, yes, as the Lord is revealing his will to me, I'm also learning about myself. Because what is it, what are we discerning? We're discerning the way we're called to be a gift, to give of ourselves. And with honesty and humility, we see ourselves for who we are, uh, our, our perfections and imperfections and all that stuff. There's honesty, so there's that. Um, I see that... Um, I hear, as you talk about this, that you shared it with those who would support you as, as this discernment went on, the spiritual director and the formation staff here, uh, and key people that you know love you and, and that are also faithful in, in discerning. These are things to, to consider for all people who are discerning. Uh, these, are, these are elements of good discernment. And then finally, that it brought you joy. And that's really the indicator of the movement of the Holy Spirit that there's a, an inspiration to joy and really to be to be you, right? You almost implies that, if hey, if I kept going down this road, after the Lord is telling me, um, this isn't my will for you, I'm giving you, I'm giving you inspiration in this other direction. If you were to keep going down this road, it would be more your will than the Lord's will, and you would be more um, kind of forcing it, and you'd be less Zach. And when we follow the Lord's will, and he, sometimes he says make a left, other times he says make a right, or stay straight, whatever, whichever direction he wants you to go in, he's going to affirm you and make you yourself. So I just want our listeners to hear that for me, as vocation director and on behalf of Bishop Olmstead and the church, really we've been discerning with you over these years, this is, a, this is good news. This is great news. We want the Lord's will, whatever that is. And so... There may be maybe some folks, maybe the parish or whatever, who says, oh, you didn't make it, Zach. <laughs> totally misunderstood, right? You say, no, no, no. I gave the Lord time. I gave the Lord a chance. 
uh, the Lord spoke to me. The Lord is still guiding me, and I'm still going to. So what is make it? Make it is doing the Father's will and being holy and being yourself. So that is something to rejoice in. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody uh, gives you any contrary uh, thought and said, well, I think, I think you're this or that, no one knows your vocation more than you and the Lord, right? And you just tell them to listen to this podcast carefully. <laughs> and hear that the church, uh, we and the, the, the diocese, affirm this. We just spent the evening with Bishop Olmstead and Bishop Navarres yeah. in a time of sharing graces after the, the year of formation. And there they were with great affirmation uh, and great uh, confidence receiving your sharing of, of this discernment. And there they are, standing with you and encouraging you to holiness. Amen. Yeah, it was cool to see, you know, both bishops' reactions. Were they, it was a, it was a reaction to like love and, and joy, where they weren't like, dang it, like we're losing our numbers, <laughs> or like, oh man, like we're, I guess like failed investment. It was like no, like they, they, there was a great joy in that the Lord was doing His work, and it was cool for me also, Father Paul, to just see the joy of Zach, but also because I you know, was walking. I don't want to say that I predicted it like a year and a half ago, but like, um, <laughs> but I like kind of did. There was some um, prediction. And, but also seeing, so like getting to walk with Zach also and seeing and like his like joy as it going along, but also seeing like the joy of each of the four manners and you, Father Paul, if you guys don't know Father Paul's an abundantly joyful person, um, but just like getting to see Father Paul's joy walking with, with Zach and, and just, and, and the healthiness as well as how the guys took it. Um, Cause like, I guess also I w- wanted to ask you as well, Zach. You know how how was it in that that day when we announced to the guys, um, and like how how it felt when they all took it, how it felt tonight, which, which was our our last like day of formation Officially, type yeah. of thing. So you know because it's like you've built these brotherhoods and stuff. Like how is that that uh, that definitely? Been? Yeah, I was actually really excited to share it with everybody. Um, I was pretty confident uh, that this was kind of the direction that I would be taking. Um, I think I honestly after I told my parents I told my parents like mid-February um, and after and after that point it was just kind of like we were just waiting until uh, closer to the end of the year to announce it to the rest of the guys um, we knew that I kind of was that I was gonna finish out the semester um, and so we kept it quiet for up until the just after Easter Easter Monday came back told the guys um, and it was awesome I was I was ready to tell people and honestly people were starting to figure out at that point too um, you were clued in on it pretty quick um, What's funny actually is like when over over Christmas break, I don't know if you remember, but we were recording a, one of the episodes and I stopped like halfway through whenever and I was like, dude, I'd have to share what's on my heart. Like my heart's kind of like overflowing with joy right now. Do you remember that? I, we, we had like a, we, it was like a out of the blue conversation. I was like, I just have to share yes, this. And I think I totally remember that. That's kind of garage. when you probably yeah, yeah. got clued in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it was, it was good. I was again, like there was just an overflowing of joy in my heart and I was just ready to share it with people. So it was really exciting. It is definitely uh, sad to to kind of start moving um, not completely away from these brotherhoods and these relationships but definitely kind of start down a different path um, mm-hmm. uh, I know like especially for you like I mean you're going we've known each other for 13 years um, and you're going to Denver and I'll be here um, so that's going to be something to, to pray with um, but then also like all 11 brothers that we had here this year um, it's you form relationships in seminary that are so valuable and that will last forever um, and so it's it's definitely it's, it's like a bittersweet kind of thing because I know that these guys are in the best place they possibly can be. Um, and so it's just, it's encouraging that even though they're going off to Denver or staying here for another year of seminary, um, you know, and I'm stepping away, those the, that fraternity is still there. Um, so 
definitely. It was one of the highlights for sem- of seminary for me. It was just the fraternity. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. Yeah. 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 Lovely. That is fantastic. There was some other point I wanted to make. I don't remember what it was though. I just wanted to mention again too, like, and aff- affirm the two years of seminary formation that I had um, were so valuable. Um, just because seminary is a place to discern. Um, it's so conducive to growing closer to the Lord. Um, and so I kind of wanted to encourage other guys, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're if you're thinking about it, if you're not sure yet, but you have kind of this sense that might, the Lord might be calling you to priesthood, um, prayerfully consider seminary. Uh, it's it's such a great place. Again, it's, it's the place to discern the Father's will um, if you think you're feeling called to the priesthood. Um, and again, that fraternity, that formation, that that closeness to the Lord and the sacraments is is something you can't find anywhere else. So, mm-hmm. go back, go back and listen to that middle part where Father Paul is explaining the uh, the highlights and the positivities of Zach's discernment. Um, Father Paul, what was the like the like in a succinct way for like the the listeners at home of you know the the good aspects that you saw of Zach's discernment? Just kind of like in a bullet pointed list, what were they? I will say four points. It yeah. was not in a rush. He took his time. Number two. It was done with the help of others. Number three, it brought joy. And number four, I can't remember. I think it, he got to know himself. It, it, like he it came with self knowledge. Yeah. Yes. A deepening sense of self. And again, that brings uh, joy in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thanks be to God. So, out of all of our like discernment things, we have like one of our like big experts on discernment here. So this like, is hey, true. <laughs> I was like, we, we have culminated now at this point. We have peaked in the podcast. Uh, so, just, you know, take that to. To mind as as yeah and just continue to as this podcast is the 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 title says continue to pray for Zach yes, please uh, continue to pray for me I still exist too um, but uh, <laughs> you know on on Zach's continuing journey as he as he goes out into the world um, yeah I, I I'm on the prowl for fair maidens now so we gotta, <laughs> gotta find someone for Zach but other than that. <laughs> Zach, beware. Yeah. Discern. Remember. Yep. Yep. Remember the, the Lord those four points of discernment. No settling. We pray. The Lord will take care of everything. Yes. I was like 50%, 50% joking, but I'll have my feelers out. <laughs> Father Paul, any closing thoughts you have for us? Yeah, ignore the last 30 seconds yep. of Anthony's comments. <laughs> that was that. Yep, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Just think of sunshine and, and butterfly, okay? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Fabulous. Awesome. A short episode, but a good one. Uh, we'll figure out what the podcast looks like over the summer. We're not sure yet. Anthony's going to Kansas. We'll, we'll see summer. what's going on. I'll yeah. be busy. Who knows what's happening, but uh, but stay tuned. Father Paul, thank you for joining us today. A pleasure. Um, thank a you pleasure. For, for your prayers and for your support uh, throughout, the, throughout these two years of formation. Um, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Thank you guys so very much. Continue to pray for us. Pray for the Nazareth house for the next year as well. Got a bunch of probably new guys coming in. Uh, Crazy new house. Feels like just just a couple days ago we started and now we're done. There was eight awkward, or there was 13 awkward seminarians sitting around the table just like, (laughs) what are we doing here? So, but hey, we've all grown so much. It's it's such a joy to see all the graces. But y'all, thank you for listening. We love you all so much. Peace Peace out. out.